Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino. And we're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. What's up, guys? It is Ragbag opening up another edition of Regular Guy Gaming right here on the Grapple Talk Network. Thank you all so much for joining us, and thank you so much for giving us a shot as you are listening to podcasts early on in 2018. We've got a great couple of episodes lined up here over the next couple of weeks, but today is a day in which we are continuing the series that is RGG's Friends and Family Dude, this guy has like a ton of family and a ton of friends. I feel like I've introed this series a bajillion times now, but it continues as he goes back to his hometown and sits down with a longtime friend who he calls in the first couple of seconds, Jeff Heffer. Would you say I have a plethora of piñatas? A what? A plethora. Oh, yes. <laughs> you have a plethora. Jefe. What is a plethora? It's a great conversation because, once again, these guys uh, dive into Skyrim, which is a great discussion that me and RGG had that you'll hear uh, over the next couple of episodes. But they talk about Skyrim, uh, both huge fans of the Elder Scrolls series, and uh, they dive into the problem that is now Destiny 2. Uh, Destiny 2 having a lot of backlash from fans through... Um, microtransactions and things like that. They'll discuss that. And, uh, of course, after they are all wrapped up, I will do an update on some gamer news, and uh, I might give my two cents on what I know about Destiny 2. So, without further ado, here is RGG. This is Regular Guy Gaming on the Gravel Talk Network. I am uh, here in my hometown, and I ran into... Didn't really run into since you were here first. <laughs> Old buddy of mine, Jeff Jefe. We've known each other. For, we used to wrestle all the time. Yeah, we uh, we've we had some, we've had some time. We had a lot of matches uh, in the uh, literally in the living rooms. <laughs> we would literally. Yeah. Re- I'm surprised we never broke anything. Man, it, it was only by the only by good luck we didn't didn't break either, anything. Either, yeah, either each other or, or yeah, because we would get pretty rough in there. We had some good fights. Yeah, we would. Get uh, there's a, always alcohol involved. There was always alcohol involved. <laughs> yep, yep. So the reason why I have you on today is because one, this is called regular guy gaming, and and I would say you're a regular gamer just Absolutely. like me, and we're not hardcore gamers at all, and I. I have been reading a lot about Destiny 2, but the thing about that is I want someone's opinion that plays the game. Someone that I don't want to just read everyone else's, you know, because I haven't played the game myself. I played Destiny 1 heavily, um, but I I didn't get Destiny 2 because I didn't quite trust it. So far, what... Has oh wait first do you want to introduce yourself or anything like that or do you want to just get right into the meat uh, we we can get into the meat of it I mean I, I like you said a regular gamer uh, middle, okay middle of the road I love my first persons I love my role playing um, and not only are you're like a you're like a hardcore worker guy like you do right. pipes and like you cut down trees. <laughs> You run through yep. fours with an axe. 
Yeah, man's man, but I... Uh, yeah, you're I, like I, a man's I, man. I, I'm, I'm in a closet about my gaming, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so like, if people were to look at you, they wouldn't see a gamer. Mm. They would think that you'd probably kill them. <laughs> That's the first I'm the, I'm reaction. The guy, I'm the guy that makes fun of gamers. Yeah. yeah. He's like, guys, he's all tattooed up, piercings and so on. <laughs> he, 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 you would know that this guy loves gaming. He's been gaming for as long as I've known him. But no, no to be fair, I am the guy that kind of makes fun of the kids sitting in the, in the Dragon's Den comic books. Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes. He's the guy that's like, ha ha, you nerds. What are you doing? And when is it my turn? Exactly. You played Yu-Gi-Oh in there? That's for losers. Play Munchkin like a Munchkin, yep. Losers play Yu-Gi-Oh, but Munchkin is dope. Munchkin is dope. I actually got in. You, see, one of the reasons why I want you on, we will get into Destiny, but you have actually introduced me to two things that just changed my life. Right. Right. You introduced me, and I'll never. We, I know we touched on it a little bit, but you introduced me to Elder Scrolls series. Yeah, yeah it, one of my favorite series of all time. Actually, my favorite game series of all time. From, and from the Daggerfell and Arena. Daggerfell and, Arena. Yeah, 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 I went back and all played of those. The, yep. You know, from the eight bits all the way to Skyrim. Uh, yeah, just everything, everything about it. And see, what's funny is I would one looking at you, I would have never expected that. But I remember, and I know you remember the day too. Mm-hmm. I walked in to the where they live, the trailer. And I saw a first person, you just swinging basically, and I started, you know how I just make fun of shit. I started making fun of this game. And you were like, Isaac, just watch. No, hold on. Oh, Isaac, no, just watch. And I was like, can you do this? And you were like, yep. <laughs> I went, like, oh, you just walk over there. You can just, you can just take that shit off that, off that counter over there. Yeah. Clip. Can you, <laughs> and now this turned into an actual, and this is where you developed your own quest, and yes. it turned into a quest. I was like, can you kill the guard downstairs? Right? Was yep. it the guard? Yep, it was the guard and the armor. I, and the you, armor. you asked me if I could kill the armor, and I told you yes, but that guard standing right there will murder me in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, you're and like, you managed do to do it, though, right? <laughs> no, I forgot. No, he killed me the first time. The first time. Uh, uh, we went uh, We went out, ran around a bit, got through Vivek and all that other stuff. I got stronger, came back, and just wiped out the entire town. Wiped it out. You created uh, your yeah. own quest. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was uh, Nick and I, uh, we, had our, we made our own spells that were a nuclear bomb. In was, <laughs> I forgot was, you could do that. <laughs> yeah. We scaled up. Uh, we scaled up the strength and the the, uh, the powers on it to where it, it, it hit it with all elements and the range of it and covered the entire town. We murdered the entire town of uh, what the heck was that, that? first town, right? Yeah. Uh, is it where? What's his name? Is it Caesar or no? Uh, uh, Vivek. Uh, no, Vivek is the um, is the god. Yeah, Caesar yeah. isn't Caesar the guy who uh, takes you to your first place? It's been so long since I played Morrowind. It's Morrowind's yeah. been yeah a long time ago. Yeah, I had a, in any case. Yeah, the very the very first starter town was uh, was our was our yep. murder grounds for Quattle murder grounds. <laughs> <laughs> and that game you could do, and that's what shocked me was you guys showed me that you could do that, and there was no limits like right. And you actually had to know directions. You had to follow a map. There was no fast travel. <laughs> no. So I remember you showing me the map, and you're like Isaac. If I want to go there, I have to actually find a way there. <laughs> you have to walk there. There. You have it, to go all the way there. It would I, take you an hour to cross that map, just walking across. Now, they did have a type of fast travel where those things... Yes, the, the uh, uh, netches. Net, Be- but Betty netches. Did you have to or not netches, wait I'm for... Sorry. 
did you have to wait for them, or you had to have enough money to travel? Yes, and there was uh, there was only five spots, I believe, in the entire map that you could use them, and it was through the main towns. It was Starter Town to uh, down to Vyavec, and over you know, there's only five or six different spots that you could use those. And it was you had to you had to pay to use the the travel, and it only got you from station from to so station. far. And it was really it was expensive. Well, if I'm correct, I might be wrong. Five hundred or five thousand gold. Uh, I think it was five hundred. Five hundred. Yeah, I think it was five hundred. Now, do you remember? I think it was you who taught who was it you that taught me about mud crab runs? <laughs> was that you that <laughs> yeah. taught me that? Yep. Well, actually, it was uh, we were talking about mud crab runs, and then you found the talking mud crab merchant. Up on that north See, I shore. thought that was you that that found the talking mud crab, no, who the mud only crab. NPC in the game that had a refreshable five thousand gold. <laughs> yep, that's right. So I would do ordinator runs. Remember, yep. Yep. ordinator runs, kill ordinators, sell off their sell armor. off their armor, and <laughs> yeah. over and over again, keep yep. doing it. The mud yep. crab. Yep. The talking mud crab merchant, which is uh, unfortunately was something that didn't make it into the other games, and didn't make it into any of the games. Nope. And I, in fact. Even to this day, when I see a mud crab, I'm very hesitant to kill it. Because I'm like, this dude may have some, some, some gold, like 5,000 gold. Go do some ordinator runs. I See, it has to be an especially large mud crab with, uh, with those barnacles and yep. nobules growing all over them. And then, then you look at it, you hesitate. Like, so I talk to him, you walk up to him, you tap him on the shell, you so see, you just kind of... Yep, <laughs> and remember, he's like, hold on, wait, it's like, oh, me. and then you open it up, he's got 5,000 gold. Yep. Which was unheard of in that yeah, in one. Yes, back then, of. having a... Because usually, you had to, you had to have a, a route of people that you would, um, when you would steal, which is what we would do, mm-hmm. if there were fences, yep. you couldn't sell to everybody. Right. And there were, they were, their, their, they, um, their amount would, or their cash they had on them would run out. Mm-hmm. So you'd have to wait. I don't know how many. It was, it was like, or no, no, no. It was a four day reset on those. A it, four day uh, reset. It was a, it was a three day reset on, on the merchants. It was a, I think a three or four day reset on the fences, and then everybody else was a was like at a forty eight hours, and they did shorten that down in Oblivion and, and Mar and uh, Skyrim. Skyrim. It's it's a it, I think it's a twenty four hour reset. Yeah. But yeah, so thank you very much for helping me open up my eyes yeah. and not being so close minded. Not everything had to be third person. Not right. everything had to be an action like and not like not everything had to be like Grand Theft Auto. Right. You know what I mean when I say that? Yes, or yes, it's okay to have a game that doesn't have a point. Right. There might be a storyline, but we all know Bethesda's storylines are garbage. <laughs> it's these side storylines that matter. Yes. Yeah, and the main, main storyline is what you go to when you have absolutely nothing, nothing else, else to, to do. do. <laughs> That's something everyone knows about. That everyone knows, like, shit. What else is there to do? Well, there's the main storyline. Yeah, <laughs> Man, so now let's get to why I really wanted to talk to you. Destiny Two, as a regular guy, a regular gamer, why? What? What is it? about that game that made you a f- first get it. Why did you get the game at first? Hold on one second, I'm gonna get a beer. Okay. Um I could well since the beer's right here you can you just, just talk. you can <laughs> just say it. Yeah, you can just talk. <laughs> I'd, honestly the uh, the reason I bought I bought the second one was because uh, I wanted to see improvements made from the first that uh, that uh, all, uh, that a majority of us gamers clamored about we we weren't happy with some of the matchmaking abilities we weren't happy with the uh, with the with the overestimation of the storyline and its content because we all know there was no there, there wasn't it you could finish off the the campaign in three and a half hours and after that after that the only thing you're left with is strikes or multiplayer and 
as a as a regular guy, somebody that doesn't give you know time to clans or or you know doesn't because you have to guys, work. You do. Yeah. Uh, I don't have the ability to sit down and have uh, and and draw up an appointment with eight guys to go do a raid to be able to get you know to do these sorts. Beth, for example, can do that. She yes. has raids on Thursday night. Exactly. She has time to do that. Exactly. You don't. I don't. I, I I'm you know ten or twelve hours a day I'm at work. When I get home, it's dinner, shower, bed. Mm-hmm. You know, so the only time I have to game is obviously in short orders. Mm-hmm. The ability to get anywhere beyond the storyline and start doing some, you know, the real meat of Destiny yeah. is, yeah. is is improbable at best mm-hmm. because they just make it they make it difficult for a regular guy to do it. Yeah, they give you the option and the ability to buy the stuff to be able to do the end game missions, but I don't. I'm not going to spend that money on. That game. So microtransactions, like in Destiny One, they weren't that much of a big deal. No, and you could get your gear yes. on your own time. Yes, and I remember that I had a highlight level. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and I know I said this before, but does it feel like Destiny Two was more of a thirty dollar expansion Man, to Destiny One? That's all it is. It's Destiny One in a new package. They, they, it should have been a DLC. It really should have been. There's nothing about Destiny 2 that set it apart. It's the same enemies. It's the same. It's, it's the, the same, same enemies. It's the same, really. The same I enemies, thought they changed the same them. locales. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing different about the enemies to truly set them apart. All the art. What about the AI? Does the AI still do sideways? Did the AI change at all? There's really, there's really no. Not in my opinion. Mm-hmm. There was no. Uh, there was no improvements made to warrant a brand new title. See, there everything really you're saying is everything I've read. Everything I've read on, and but I wanted a person that's actually playing it their opinion right. as well. I I still love the mechanics. Yep. I still love the design of the game. Yep. It's a, it's a beautiful game all all throughout. I uh, I appreciate their their leveling system, their their you know how they design it and everything else. But the content mm-hmm. is missing. It's still missing, and it, and it has been since they did, since they designed the first one, mm-hmm. and they knew it. Now they say there's content coming. They Just, said that in the first one too. They did, and that's what this was supposed to be. Right. So that's why I bought it was because it was supposed to be a, it was supposed to be everything that we clamored about. It was supposed to be better content, more content. It was supposed to be meatier and really have something to it. And you get through the campaign, you finish out the you finish out the update with Osiris in a couple of hours at tops, and then you're left right back where you were before or, with, with with shitty strikes or multiplayer. Yeah. And I don't. And what about world events? Are you a big world events guy? I, I don't mind doing them, but it gets repetitious. It's Just really repetitious. Same thing over and over again? It is. Um, one of the things that a lot of people complain about, maybe you... Oh, sorry, guys. We heard a dog barking. Sorry, no, sorry about that. Don't worry. We're not doing anything to any dogs here. Um, <laughs> not going on Michael Vick? Yeah, no, no. <laughs> no, no. One of the things I want to know from a player's point of view that plays the game, um, the end game is supposed to be called this Eververse. W- what is that and why does everybody hate it? Uh, okay, the Eververse. Here's, uh, here's the best way to look at it. Uh, the, the hours that I've played Destiny 2 and the hours that I've put into it, I have yet to find anything that, uh, that really sets, sets the armor and everything else apart. Your shaders, your customization options, the better, better, uh, better, you know, vehicles, ga- uh, gear, weapons—all that is available in the Eververse. But every bit of it is pay to play. 
You get, why? Like every bit of it? Every bit of it. It's it, behind a paid wall. I mean, you can get the Ingrams and shit from uh, from uh, faction tokens, faction coins, because each uh, the the warlocks, the hunters, and the titans, and then you have the you have the Ingram leaders. You have your weapons masters. They all have loyalty coins that you gain from killing enemies. You turn these in, they give you an Ingram after so many of them. The thing about it is, is that they give you the option to get these Ingrams, and it's and it's fairly easy to do. But you're not getting the content out of the Ingrams that you want, and what you want is behind the paid wall. It's right there. It's uh, you can see it, and it says buy silver. They just make it so easy. It's right there. In front and of you. don't they? I heard there's a sound that even makes it sound yes. good. Yes, it's like yeah. a, a tingling yeah, there's sound. A, there's, a, there's a back. As soon as you open up the menu and talk to the talk to the NPC, there's uh-huh. a, there's a. <laughs> so they're like, like buy stuff. Ever yes. buy stuff. It's just like your stereotypical Indian guy in a convenience store that makes it all smell pretty and it's got the yep. music playing right oh, come, in, good. Come, come in. in. <laughs> Spend all money. Yes. Come on in. Yep, yep. That's good. That's good. Okay, I see exactly what you're saying. And you refuse to do that. I I won't do that because I've already bought the damn game once. Yeah. I've I've you know I've I've paid a little bit into microtransactions to see if if it was worth it. The thing is if you're going to if you're going to set up a microtransaction menu and you're going to have all this ability to uh, or you're going to make you know force your players down this avenue where they feel like they need to either buy or they need to spend a 2000 hours to get these items then make the rest of the game around that worth it because as it is right now it's not, I do not, not want to put more money into a game that I already don't agree with how you did anyways yeah so if you're going to if you're going to force your players down that avenue you'd better make sure that the, the, the that the playing field warrants the cost yep that's a really good point Hey guys, this is AC Riley reminding you to check out the Riley Factor only on the Grapple Talk Network. Join me as I talk wrestling, interview wrestlers in my Spotlight and Squared Circle segment, and much, much more. What are you waiting for? Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the Grapple Talk Network today. And as always, support independent wrestling. Hey Grapple Talk listeners, this is Chris from Spot Monkey Media. Are you a professional wrestler, a promoter, a business owner? Spot Monkey Media is graphic design for the wrestling professional. We offer design services for t-shirts, event posters, 8x10s, logos, and even ring gear. But if you're not in the wrestling business, we work outside the ropes. Go to SpotMonkeyMedia.com for more information. Spot Monkey Media. Create your legacy. Right now, it's not worth it. It's it's really not. Um, Destiny 2 is a, is a great game. It, 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 heard that gameplay is awesome. Yes, it's a beautiful game all around, as I've touched on before. It, it really is. The mechanics are smooth. The, the game itself is, is beautiful, but the content just isn't meaty enough. Um, if, they, if, they, if they can throw out a couple of updates that actually have some... I should actually ask that. Right. Here, what could save the game for you? For me, um, the ability to do endgame runs without without being forced to have eight or nine friends that will join in with you. There should be a multiplayer queue. I understand that it's going to be tough making it through these raids with people you haven't played with before. I get that. But every game out there that's an MMORPG has that ability. They have that queue. They have the multiplayer faction where you can jump in with players that you don't know and play together. Figure it out. If you don't like it, so what? 
you can you can either exit that raid or finish the raid out, do what you have to do, and get back in. Wait, I just realized. I'm sorry. In Destiny One, there was a queue system. Uh, there, only for the strikes, though. Yeah, strikes. But now the raids, your end end game raids. Where yeah, all you of had your to find. Yep. Where all of your legendary equipment comes from. Is it like that from, for the strikes now too? Yeah. Oh my God. In Destiny Two, the strike the strike list. You have your beginner strikes at late level 140, which the the enemies max out. I think at like 170. So once you're beyond that point, it's pointless. Mm-hmm. And then the next the next step after that is 240. So, and you said you're light level one. I'm, I'm at 263, and I I'm I, I cannot find a way to get past that point because I can't get into end game products because I don't have the I don't have the right fellowship mm-hmm. or fellowship I should say yeah fellowship, and yeah. and I can't go backwards because I'm not getting anything out of the lower level strike anyway. So if they, if like destiny one had what there was, I think there was four strikes, including the nightfall. Remember the Arias, the one thing where you could just do the hodgepodge. That was fun. Yes. Those were fantastic. And they had them set in different light levels. Mm-hmm. So you had the beginner light level, you had intermediate, and then you had the you had the the, the end game light levels. That yeah. You had, your, you had your nightfall strikes, which were the heroics, which were really really tough. Mm-hmm. They there again. That's where all your legendary shit was coming from. But you don't have the the multiplayer queue for people that don't have a clan and a fellowship. So uh, you're being punished because you have a job. Yes. You're being basically. punished because you have a life. Yes, because I don't have the ability to uh, sit down with nine guys immediately just on call. Uh, I can't get anywhere. How did you even manage to get to 260 light level? Or do you feel like the 260 was a tease to get you to, to yeah. want to dish out to, for, to get oh, 270? Absolutely. absolutely. I 100% believe that, that you... That, you get to a certain level, and unless you do those end game raids, you're not going to get past that point. Uh, unless you know, obviously, you put in hundreds of hours and know know the intricacies of the game. As the uh, the only way that I got to the point that I'm in right now was pure luck. And uh, Shane and I sat down for two Sunday or no one Sunday. We started at like eight o'clock in the morning and sat on our asses all day long and played Destiny. That's how I got to that point. I haven't moved since because I don't have anybody. To and play how long with. ago was that? Uh, this was back in October. You've been stuck in the same spot. <laughs> I just watched but you I play. The... I haven't been playing very religiously though. Very religiously, but you have, have been playing, though, right? right? I have been playing here and there. Here yes. or there, mm-hmm. but since then, you're still in the same. You're still in the same spot. Without with... without any without any. Uh, outlook, really. Like so a, then, what's your motivation to log on? I saw you playing it earlier. Why? Uh, because I still enjoy the game. It, because it's still fun within its, its still core. Fun. Yes, the core elements and the, ba- the basic design of the game are beautiful. I, I love the uh, I love their their shooter mechanisms. I, I'm actually that's one of the first person shooters that I'm actually good at because I suck at Call of Duty. I, I'm <laughs> terrible at it. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. The, the, the futuristic ones are a little bit. I, I, they're they're two different styles. Right, right. Um, I play it because it is a fun game in its whole. Yeah, it really is. But the content just doesn't uh, doesn't excite you to the point that it should. You you should look forward to the strikes. You should look forward to the raids and and want to play it. But it doesn't do it. Once you get to that end, you're just like meh. What about the PvP? You're just not a PvP guy. I going I in there doing doing fighting other like the the what are they called the ba- Iron Banner? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the PvP is a, is another solid aspect of the game. It really is. But uh, it's one of the, another one of those where I just I, that's not 
You're yeah, that's thing. not my forte. Okay. I yeah. do enjoy it. I do play the PvP, you know, a little here and there, but it's not enough to. I'm not keeping that, you there. Yeah. Okay, so it, overall, that's pretty sad. It sounds like the game is good. There just isn't meat behind it. Right. They the developers the developers just kind of went shallow. And the they, Eververse seems like a cop out. It really is. It really is. They. Uh, so everything you said. Is what every review has said. Yeah. And have you, have you even read a review? I don't. Every review has said what you said. It is basically Destiny 1. In with a new package. And, and making you pay for stuff that was free in Destiny 1. Yeah. And uh, people play it really just simply because overall, once you if you can ignore everything else, it really actually is a beautiful, fun yes, game. It is. But, you, but like I said, you just have to get over the idea that you're not going to have the content to keep you there. Unless, uh, unless you know, there's there's people where they they overlook it all and they just love the game. They just they don't care. They, they don't care. Yep. I'm not one of those people. I, I'm you know as we covered earlier. Yep. Elder, Elder Scrolls fans, we does we we demand a certain a certain je ne sais quoi. We, je, yeah, <laughs> we want work. We know we might get bugs because we're Bethesda. Because right. I'm still playing Skyrim. Do you still put that oh, in yes. and play? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So we know there's going to be bugs, but. If you're going to give us content and you're going to give us a lot to do, we'll deal with those bugs. Yes. That's, that's not what's happening here is they're just not really giving you the content. Mm-hmm. You're, it's, hey, it's fun. You can shoot people. You can have a great time. Uh, now, it should not people, but things other than that. You can have a great time. But just overall, to bring they, – they're not catering to the regular guy. No. They're uh, like I said. It, it, they 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 went really shallow on it. I th- it's almost uh, it's almost as if they were playing it safe. Really, they didn't. That was a really that's really good. I mean, it, 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 they didn't want to take really, chances. It really seems that way. It it seems like they didn't. They they stuck to the core concept of what worked for the first one. They threw on just a little extra shiny on top of it, but we all know you can only shine a turd. Oh, so fun. Oh, yeah. It's still a turd. It's yeah. still a turd. <laughs> yeah, so I'll take my eggs over easy, and I'll take my podcast, Deach and Dash. That's right, the Deach and Dash podcast hosted by me, gorgeous Jordy Lee, available via the Grapple Talk Network. It's about to get weird. We're going to talk some wrestling, maybe, some life, probably, and I'm definitely going to ask whether you prefer ketchup or mustard. Catch us via the Grapple Talk Network and wherever iPods are available to you. iPods or podcasts? God, I'm the worst. Hey, everybody. It's me, Darren Corbin. I've always gotten the question, why do I not do my own podcast? Well, I've branched out and I've tried to do Wrestling Reflections and the Wrestlers Reviewing Movie Letter, plus my promos that I flood your feed with all the time. And the number one reason is, when it comes to podcasts... Everyone can always find a way to hear myself talk, and there's numerous podcasts out there, but I want to give my endorsement to one very special one, and that'd be Grapple Talk, that covers a lot of the Midwest independent wrestling highlights. See, a lot of the local Midwest wrestlers are the spotlight of the Squared Circle hosts, and that would be Nick Ragnar, Jesse Von Ruden, and A.C. Riley. And every week on iTunes or Podbean, you can catch their podcast, so I just want to give them a shout-out. So if you're asking me why I don't do podcasts, and you're maybe looking for my opinion... Check them out for all your podcast needs and take a look and keep supporting independent wrestling in the Midwest. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question I ask everybody towards the end of an interview. By the way, you gave a lot of information about Destiny 2. You gave a great insight. You actually helped me um, understand 
a bet the problem better. You help me understand the issue better. And the fact that it's not that it's not fun. It's just give us something to do so we can have more fun. Right. And stop right. holding me back behind a paywall. Exactly. And if they got rid of all that, you'd be on that. I would be every day, all day. Every, every day, all day. day. I yep. really would. But it, the uh, just the the minuscule chances you have to get the the, the equipment you need is not enough. And and people like you and me, you know, but that's the players. Players that know. Single, I'm sure you played Dishonored as well and oh, those other series. You know games. You play games and you know when you're being screwed and yes. you know when you're being messed with. Yes. With money-wise, your pocket. Yes. And you see that that's what's happening. Yes. So like with Battlefront then, when that came out, mm-hmm. do you know about the whole Battlefront 2 issue? Uh, no, I don't. The I, microtransactions no. and all that? Oh, I won't get you started then. I'll look that up. Okay. Um, did you ever play Battlefront Run? Oh, absolutely. One? absolutely. Did you like the game? I, I had a lot of fun with that. It was, a, it, was, it was a fun game to play. Battlefront 2 was supposed to be an apology for Battlefront Run 1, but Battlefront 2 was literally locked behind loot boxes. Oh, man. So they had to shut the loot boxes down. Like Their, their stock <laughs> dropped. It got. It was really bad. Look that up when you have a okay. chance. So it'll give you a good. Yeah, it'll. It goes along with the theme of what Destiny is basically doing right now. Well, and it's not. It's not just. It's. It's everywhere. It's. It's. It's pervading every. Every game. game. Shadows of Mordor. I'm seeing. There's right. loot boxes. There's loot boxes in Assassin's Creed Origins. Yes. And that game is good. Why do you don't need loot boxes in that? Um, I'm not gonna lie though. I may have uh, because they didn't call it loot boxes. They called it time savers. I may have bought a few time savers. People yeah, like every, me, damn it. For extra five minutes. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it'll save you. It's like, man, I, I kind of want my gear to be epic, but oh, man, I'd have to. The, if, uh, one thing I will say about Assassin's Creed Origins with their time savers, you are not allowed to buy uh, the crystals that let you have legendary gear. You have to find that yourself okay. in the game. Okay. So you can only go so far with buying stuff. You see, I'm perfectly okay with microtransactions, provided that they're not they're not a, a pay to win. Yes, a, a pay to you know. I'm perfectly okay with buy with buying uh, customization packages. Yes. yes, with buying something that's a good starter kit to get you in, so that yeah. you can, so that you can finally make it on like your Warframe. own. Like Warframe, I got a starter kit with Warframe, okay. and they're like, you don't need to buy anything else. Right, just play the game. Yep, Fortnite was the same exact way. Fortnite, Fortnite you can I, do that? I bought myself a small starter kit, something that that got me right out of the gate. Okay, and after that, it was all me. And yep. they, they, they give you that ability. So there's plenty of there's there's no reason that you need to buy so anything. We are not millennials. You and I are Generation X. Yes. We are that generation where we're the last generation that knows what not having technology around yes. is like. We do not have a problem with it as long as you stick it to um um the way it looks, modifications, yes. uh, outfits we're okay with. I'm okay yes. in Street Fighter Five with paying $1.99 for an outfit. Yep. I don't care about that. Yep. What would piss me off is if you pay $1.99 for what they did with Street Fighter Cross Tekken where you buy a gym that could give you an advantage over another player. Yes, you know, that's not okay. That's, that's not that's okay. That's not okay. So if... If Destiny 2 changed the Eververse, put it back the way Destiny 1 was, where you actually had to do work to get those... Le- yes. Remember the legendary oh, yeah. grind? To get the thorn? I yes. went through so much to get the thorn. <laughs> yeah. And I loved it when I got the thing. Pop, pop, pop. They would just die with poison over time. I loved it. But 
if they let's say put shaders on there, put like different different ghosts, different ships mm-hmm. on there, and like different outfits on there, instead of your light levels, instead of stuff like that, like gear you actually need, right? Would that be different? That would be different. there are there's a there's a shit ton of weapon shaders, vehicles, and all of that. But here's the problem: when you pop an Ingram that's supposed to contain your contain your your equipment and the things that you need to progress in the game, and you get three more weapon shaders and and a, and a vehicle. <laughs> A green vehicle. I'm like, really, guys? <laughs> I just put in six hours for this one freaking Ingram, and hey, you got that green vehicle. Uh, oh, I got that green vehicle. Then, yeah, you know, I just I immediately broke down for for, yeah. for two loyalty coins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so we're not against microtransactions when they're done well and tasteful. Exactly, and like I said before, as long as it's not a, as long as it's not paying for an advantage over another player. If you're gonna play a game PvP. And you expect, and, and you and that's going to be your forte. You buy this game for PvP, say such as a fighter as a fighting game yep. or or uh, Call of Duty. It should be based on your skill. The yes. only thing you should be able to buy is something that customizes how you look, just like Killing Floor. There, my uh, it's funny you say that, and he'll actually. I I'm, wouldn't. I would be surprised if during the outro he doesn't talk about this. But Ragbag, one of his biggest issues is he plays Call of uh, Call of Duty World at War Two right now. And he's actually really good at it, but his character looks like shit. I'm not kidding. His buddy, Riles Beniles, which I, we always put Riles Beniles over on this show, and I don't know why we keep doing it, is really good. Well, he's good. Yeah. He's not as good, actually, as, as Ragbag, but his character looks way better than Ragbag. Like, his character's got, like, camo on the face, and his character, like, when hit. Riles Benile's character looks cooler dying than Ragback's <laughs> character does winning. That's how shitty his character looks. And that's all stuck behind loot boxes. Yep. So it's not skill based, but it's like, damn, like before you used to be able to earn stuff through right. what you did, like your right. shaders and all that. Yep. That's all loot boxes uh, now. Well, yeah, absolutely. It used to be level based. You know, level based. When, yep. when you reached level five, you'd get some, you'd get a new customization options. Yep, yep. You'd, you'd, you'd unlock this part of the skill tree, whatever the case may be. Like you just said, not anymore. No, I mean, not that's anymore. a mistake. Even though they're not necessarily trying to choke money out of you for... They're choking money out, out of you for customizations that used to be earned. Exactly. That's not okay, yes. I think. Taking away customizations yes. of the way it used to be. It's no different than uh, Apple choking down their technology to force you to buy a new one. It's no different. It's funny you say that because guess what sucks on my phone? Yep. I'm, yeah, I have it, to get a new one. Yep. And, and that right there is just a... I mean, it it all goes back to uh, to the ultimate, you know, the bottom line. They gotta they gotta make money. They've gotta be able to stay in business. So they're gonna they're gonna and like we said, I'm okay with microtransactions. Yeah. If that's what you have to do to keep as a viable company and keep putting out good games, fine. Yes, but do not force your gamers and the and your the very people you're you're getting money from to buy shit content. Do not force them and and alienate them in the process. By giving them content that's not worth the money to begin with, and then making them pay for everything beyond that, that's just bad. That's a bad business model. It really is. Well, there you go, guys. I'm going to end it on that note. That was very perfect. Uh, I will ask you this one last question that I ask everybody. You are alone. You made a very good point. Thank you very much. Um, you're alone um, in the the space. Yeah. You see all of us in on Earth. Okay. You are amongst, you are a celestial being, okay? Uh-huh. And you have control. You see every game that was ever made, every game that you ever know of, and every game that you've ever loved or hated, okay? Mm-hmm. You have to choose 
which one game you get to play for the rest of your Skyrim. being. Hold on. <laughs> you didn't even let me finish. So the last thing for the rest of your being, but the game you choose, all the humans have to play too. Oh, man. Oh, oh boy. All the humans have to play. They have oh, to play man. it too. You are essentially wiping out all games right. except for the one you chose, and the humans have to play it too. Oh, man. You see, and right there is if you choose if you choose something like Skyrim, you're you're uh, you're losing the multi the multiplayer. You're losing you know everybody's gonna go back to being the smelly gamers in their basements. And, you know, <laughs> yep. <they're>, yep. <laughs> yep. that would happen with Skyrim too. Yes, it would. Yes, it would. So honestly, it would, it would have to be a multiplayer. And if we're gonna go, no, this is for you. This is for you. Well, no, right, right. But it, but uh, in order for in order to keep the humankind uh, working together and 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 keep our gaming community as as cohesive as it is, you'd have to go with something uh, something like Fortnite. Something like Fortnite. Really, because PUBG. I haven't played that yet. See, that's that's one of the ones that I, that Nick was talking to me. They 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 say in their microtransactions, you're never gonna buy anything that's gonna give it an advantage. It's all custom. It's all cu- uh, custom gear. It's uh, or um, stuff to make your gear look be- make okay. you look better. Okay. Yeah. It's all appearance custom. Appearance customization. Yeah. Yep. Just so you know, that's the way it should be. Yep. Right there. And and I, I say that because those games have they you know, they have the uh, they have the the whole gamut. Mm-hmm. You have you know you have your customization options. You have the construction aspect of it. You so have the first instead of picking a game, you're picking a genre. Yes. You're gonna yes. say you're gonna stick with the multiplayer shooter or multiplayer fighter. Multiplayer what? Multiplayer shooter. Multiplayer shooter? Okay, now I'll make this easier. Now you have to break it down to only one multiplayer shooter then. All right. Series or series or single title? Can be that's a good question. And this is what I tell people who ask that. If you can buy it in one if you can buy it in one box, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if there's multiple discs or not okay. in there. It's gotta be able to buy in one case. Mm. <laughs> Man. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a tough one. He's really, thinking. I get that all the time. That is a really tough. I get one. this. I get this all the time from <laughs> that people. Is a, that is a rough one. I, oh man, if we're gonna go back to it, I say Medal of Honor series. Medal of Honor series. Medal of Honor. You're going back old school. I'm going back old school. There's nothing wrong with that because it was uh, it was it wasn't the first of its kind, but it was innovative. It was. It, it was it was over the top, and we we when we started playing it, we had never played anything like it. Yep. It was, I remember when you guys introduced. Oh, it's fairly weird how you were there when you guys introduced me to online yep. gaming. Remember that? Yeah, yes, sir. I was there when you guys introduced me yes, to Counter Strike yep. and and Medal of Honor. <laughs> yeah. And remember, you were like yeah. Isaac. That's another person you're killing. I'm <laughs> yeah. like. I'm murdering someone else, <laughs> and the rest is history. And the rest was history. <laughs> well, guys, thank uh, this. You know, we have Jeff here, guy that's been there since my beginning of my online gaming life, and we've been friends for a really long time. Thank you for being on the show. Absolutely. Thank you. For thank me. you. Yep, everyone. Medal of Honor. There you go. That's the series you guys get, and I think that's a damn good series. Yeah, I mean, it 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 it. Uh, it it allowed people to come together in a, in a way that they yep. really hadn't It before. sure did. It sure did. So um, there you guys go about Destiny 2, a review, and just overall the idea and basically this. More content, get rid of the, Ever, uh, the Eververse, and make it worth playing. And we're good to go. Absolutely. All right. Thanks for having me, sir. Yep, thank you very much. A double handshake. Absolutely. And I'm going to now cut this to Ragbag. <laughs> 
Big thanks again to Jeff for being on uh, Regular Guy Gaming, sitting down with RGG, talking about uh, current news with Destiny 2, as well as reminiscing about the past and Elder Scrolls. Always fun to uh, hear excitement when it comes to gaming and, uh, you know, reasons why you play, because it gets me pumped, at least, to jump on the PS4, turn on that controller, and get all started. So uh, let's do some gamer news quick. Uh, first things first, want to give my two cents on uh, the Destiny 2 discussion. I have not played any of Destiny 2. I have uh, played all of Destiny 1, including the expansions. Thought it was a fantastic game. Had a lot of fun doing it. Definitely wouldn't have had as much fun if I didn't have some friends to play with online. But nonetheless, I thought it was a fun game. Um, all, everything to unlock seemed to be fairly easy to unlock. You know, you just play a lot, uh, get a lot of XP, uh, get a lot of, uh, you know, pickups, loot. And, uh, you know, it felt like it was pretty fair in that sense of, of, of earning some of those things. Um, I didn't feel like microtransactions were very heavily advertised. Um, you know, it's always nice for me in a game when I can sit back and go, you know, I'm pretty sure Destiny 1 probably had microtransactions. But I just can't, I don't remember it being an issue because I don't remember ever being forced to do it. You know, for example, I've been talking about this. I play uh, Call of Duty World War II quite a bit, and there's one thing. Uh, I think it's COD points, and uh, it's up in the right-hand corner of the game when you're at kind of like the uh, you're kind of just in the party menu, just waiting for a game to get started. But it always just it just sits there, and it's it, ever since I first got the game, it's at zero CP because you earn CP by buying it. Um, and then you earn armory credits by playing the game. So, you know, I might have like 5,000 armory credits, but I always have zero CP. And if you're kind of OCD like me and you kind of like to have that like money in the bank, um, whether it's a game or whether it's in real life, it's just, it's so, I hate, I hate it. I hate always seeing that zero up there. It just bothers me. Like I'm almost to the point where I'm just going to throw $5 at Call of Duty to put some CPs up there and I'll never touch them just because it bothers me so much that it says zero. But it's a constant reminder that you know you can go ahead, spend some money, get some CP, and then unlock, unlock some more loot crates uh, fairly easy. That's not what I ever noticed in Destiny 1. I was never like, oh, I'm tempted to purchase these. I feel like everything's just out on the menu when I go and talk to the vendors. I don't feel like it's really brought up that I should spend money. Um, but like I said, I never played Destiny 2. So what I just did was I actually watched like a 15-minute video on YouTube. I don't even remember what it was, and I'm already X'd out of the page, so I apologize for that. But it basically explains the problem that is microtransactions in Destiny 2. And it looks very similar to a loot crate system. If anything, I think that uh, I could definitely liken it quite a bit to what Call of Duty World War II is doing. Um, it seems like a lot of times when it comes to the loot... like What I noticed in watching this, and I could be absolutely wrong, but what I noticed is that... It won't necessarily affect your ability to play the game if you don't decide to pour a bunch of money into Destiny. It's not necessarily like you need to do that in order to continue through the campaign or not even necessarily to have an edge when it comes to multiplayer. Similar to Call of Duty World War II. But at the same time, guys like me, which RGG alluded to a little bit during the interview, get really pissed because you're not able to fully express yourself uh, with your character. You could put in a ton of hours, you could be incredibly great at the game, but uh, depending on what it is that you get through these loot crates um, is how you're going to be able to express yourself. Um, when you talk about um, Destiny 2, they um, don't have these crates like the... Um, 
like all the other, you know, Call of Duties and things like that do. They have these little, what do they call? I already forgot what they call bright Ingrams, I guess. So you can, I think you can get those through the game, but otherwise you can buy them, uh, which would be like the loot crate. Then you open them up and then you get a bunch of different things in there, including like uh, shaders. So you can kind of add some characteristics, you know, you can add some character um, to your to your player and you know things like ghosts uh sparrows things like that were all available on there and uh again you know just it kind of sucks because you know it's 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 not necessarily that you need to do it in order to enjoy the game but you need to do it if you want to be able to kind of person you know make personify yourself through the game um exemplify yourself through the game and uh you know in previous games as we've talked about you know a lot of people kids nowadays grew up with these games so that's all they know but when you look back at the even the first destiny which i felt i had to play through um ordered that or you know kind of build up that silver and then purchase shaders um you know i didn't i i feel like that's not necessarily the case because when you always have that out you're always thinking about it right it's like something hard to escape. It's like Call of Duty. Whenever I open up, you know, a loot crate, I open up a, a, a regular supply crate or whatever they're called. And then all of a sudden it's like, pay 200 CAP, C, COD points, f- pay 200 COD points if you want the next one. And I'm like, I really don't want to do that. And I'm kind of getting sick of getting reminded about it every single time that I open up one of these crates. It's really bothersome. I don't know why. Does it really hamper my ability to play the game? No. Is it annoying? Hell yeah, it's annoying. I paid $60 for this game, and I'll probably put more money into it when the maps come out and all the fun zombie things come out. But, you know, it's like, man, just quit asking me for money, dude. Like, if if there's something I really want, I will go out of my way to purchase it. But just stop shoving it in my face and get rid of that fucking zero in the top right corner. I cannot stand seeing that. I guarantee you that those fucking marketers were sitting in a room, right? And they're like, you know... If nobody ever spends money, it's just going to constantly say zero up there. Should we just like make it kind of go away if it's zero? And you know, somebody else is probably like, you know what? No, because it's going to constantly remind those OCD fucks that they haven't spent any money and that they should spend it. And that's what it's doing with me. And I really don't want to spend any money, but I might have to. So when it comes to me with Destiny 2, I think, uh, you know, I think they hit it right on the head. It seems like it's kind of just a uh dlc at this point an expansion to the first one i watched some of the gameplay i mean the game looks very similar it doesn't seem like the story the story was never really compelling with either of the destiny games it was always about the multiplayer and things like that which i never got into i only played the campaign because i had a couple of friends that enjoyed the halo series and we wanted to try it out together it was nowhere near as compelling as halo in my opinion and uh you know i think again we've talked about this before but when it comes to microtransactions loot crates things like that i think it's just the way of the future it's a perfect opportunity for a lot of these kids that grew up with uh, in-app purchases on, um, you know, phone games, um, you know, it's the reg for them. So why not implement that into a Call of Duty? Because like, again, the World War II, Destiny 2, they're not necessarily hampering your ability to play the game. They're just making it really difficult for you to to really kind of, um, you know, become ingrained with the character that you've built up thus far so um and they're obviously capitalizing on it you know you have guys like me jeff rgg uh some really popular uh people in gaming that are talking about this but then at the same time there's still millions and millions of dollars being poured into all these games so um at the end of the day i think this is just something that we're going to continue to work towards uh there has been a lot of backlash with destiny 2 um a lot of people getting really pissed off about the eververse making it you know say saying that destiny is putting a lot of emphasis on this bungie's putting a lot of emphasis on this in order for you to to enjoy the game so they have said um in very recent days that they're trying to adjust it make the um in-game 
some content, you know, as far as how well you're playing and how much time you put into it, a little bit more important than maybe just spending a couple of bucks. And, uh, you know, that's always good to hear because as we saw with Battlefront, I think a lot of times too, you know, we're giving a lot of these places rap and I do think honestly they did have ill intentions at first because it's all about making the dollars. But at the same time, they're hearing back from a lot of the people that play their games and other understanding and they're making these changes and hopefully it makes uh, kind of a, makes for a, um, you know, a nice bright future ahead of us when it comes to microtransactions in video games and as far as gamer news is concerned not a ton of stuff but some stuff that we can definitely hit on that some of you might find important those of you xbox one players it sounds like some more games will be coming out uh backwards compatible possibly some original xbox games uh here over the next couple of weeks so keep your eye out on that list i know that we talked about that in one of the previous rggs on the closing of december about that they were taking a break off on the backwards compatible list and now they are once again working on that and speaking of features that uh one system has and one system doesn't <clears throat> playstation get your backwards compatible thing figured out um it looks like there are rumors that xbox is looking toward uh, um releasing a vr system at some point uh later on this year possibly early 2019 but nonetheless that's pretty big news considering that right now um if you want to play some vr and you are a strict console player your only option is the playstation so um um, Xbox trying to enter that market, it'd be huge for them. Sony did state that they had sold more than 2 million VR units um, over the holiday season, so that does translate to quite a bit of bucks. Uh, what is the exact profit on that? I have no idea, but nonetheless, that's something that that's 2 million units that uh, Xbox obviously can't sell. And, uh, you know, when you're talking about VR, there's a specific reason to purchase a VR um, because it is definitely something you cannot argue that with Xbox. Well, it's like, you know, I really wanted a system that like it felt like I was there and I could wear like the goggles on my face. Um, and I was really kind of, you know, do I want to get the Xbox or the PlayStation? And then I was kind of like, duh, I'm a fucking idiot obviously the one you know it's like there's a, there's intent on that so um it'd be good for xbox to kind of get into that market and uh see you know how they do how they'd fare against the the psvr because again i think it is a money maker i think gaming might eventually turn that way um at some point it might become more and more popular as it becomes less and less expensive but who knows one other thing that I did want to jump on to, uh, January releases. We got some big games coming out this month and wanted to highlight some of those and just, uh, you know, see what you guys thought. Um, it looks like we have a new Digimon Story game coming out on uh, January 19th. Kirby Battle for the 3DS on January 19th. Um, the Inpatient, a PlayStation VR game on the 23rd of January. The Seven Deadly Sins, Knights of Britannia coming out PS4 January the 25th. Dragon Ball Fighter Z that'll be coming out on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC on the 26th of January. By the way, guys, the beta for Dragon Ball Fighter Z on the PS4 just dropped. So if you have the opportunity, try to download it. I just downloaded it probably 10 minutes ago. I'm gonna try to get some gaming in on it. I'm a huge Dragon Ball Z guy, and I'm also a huge. I'm actually uh, not a very big fighter game guy, so we'll see how this game. Um, tickles my fancy. Monster Hunter World PS4 Xbox One also coming out on the 26th. That game has an incredible amount of hype. If you have not looked up anything on Monster Hunter yet, I would definitely um, say to do so. I mean, that honestly, that is one of the most hype games uh, over the past couple of years, and that does include, uh, you know, games like The Last of Us and 
uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Looking ahead to February, just because, you know, we are closing, we're about halfway through the month of January now. UFC 3 coming out on the 2nd of February, we talked about it a little bit. It will be really interesting to keep an eye on how they're going to handle microtransactions in that game because uh, the early reports were that you were going to have to pay money for punches, which doesn't make a lot of sense and would definitely piss a lot of people off. But it's EA, so who the fuck knows. Shadow Colossus, uh, the remastered edition coming out on the PS4. February the 6th, and then we have uh, quite another slew of games coming out later that month, but we'll hit on that on the next episode of RGG. Want to make sure that we do all of our plugs, RGG Regular Guy Gaming. Search for us on Facebook, YouTube, uh, the Twitter, on Twitch. Look everywhere, just search Regular Guy Gaming. I'm sure it'll pop up somewhere. And then, uh, hey, don't forget to look me up. I'm Ragbag, R-A-G-G-B-A-G-G, on Facebook, on YouTube, on the Twitters. I haven't done a a gaming commentary in a couple of days. Was super busy. Actually had a professional wrestling match with Maru. Me and him went toe-to-toe, who is RGG, so I broke the fourth wall there. Um, But uh, we went toe-to-toe, and I'm still alive to talk about it, so that is definitely good um if you want to listen to the aftermath of that you know hit up the grapple talk network because there should be a uh, releasing riley factor episode talking about our bout and the rest of uh, great river city championship wrestling show coming out over the next couple of days as well as uh, a ton of other great episodes of the ross family matters podcast deach and dash um the grapple talk flagship and as i just mentioned the riley factor so that's all the plugs that's all uh, we're going to talk about today for rgg again a lot of uh, other great episodes coming out over the next couple of weeks so stay tuned for those i'm ragbag for rgg thank you all so much for joining us have a good rest of your fucking 2018 if i never talk to you again then that fucking sucks i'm sorry that i chased you away peace out home slices